Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to the Progeny Podcast. This week, I'm joined by a dear friend, Mr. Azim Jafari, entrepreneur and angel investor. We're going to speak about success and the definition of success, his routine at work. We're going to speak about family life, how he deals with negativity and working out. Azim, thank you for joining us today. Um, I'm privileged enough to know you for a few years now, alhamdulillah. Um, those of you that don't know Azim, I'm sure there's a lot of people that, that know you already because you've done a lot of um, talks uh, in different communities. Uh, we'll get to know you through this show, inshallah. Um, I want to start off with a very important question. Um, and it depend, it, this question depends on, on, on the stuff that you do. And that is the term success is used a lot by yourself. How and 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 a lot of people that might not know you personally and might know you maybe through social media, um, or might know you through seeing your posts, will not understand what your definition maybe of success is if they don't really know you. Sure. Even though recently I've noticed you've been doing a lot of these motivational um, quotes that I go through every day, and sometimes I have to make sure I read them in the morning so they inspire me for my day. Uh, how would you define success? Okay, so um, first of all, it's a privilege to be here and, you, and awesome. the feeling is completely mutual. Uh, I feel the same way about uh, knowing you. Um, the uh, Success is, is a word that's thrown around and it's actually yeah. quite funny that I just ri- literally a couple of days ago mentioned success. Um, some people categorize success as pure cash and money and, and, and actually what they can, uh, tangible that they can see. Okay. I have 100 million. Somebody will see... Um, success as the freedom that money can buy, the independence to do what you like, the things you want to do um, for yourself. Um, some people will view success as the number of people that they can help and the number of lives they can benefit and the number of uh, lives they can change for the better. Um, and and some people will see success as how well they do a particular task at any point in time. So, you know, I've, I've had this job to uh, send X amount of emails or make a, this many sales, and this was a success for me. Um, funny enough, th- this, this, this word success is thrown around a lot. And, and we're in this culture now where um, social media has created this um, misconception of, of what successes or what happiness is because ultimately people use it as an opportunity to showcase the best parts of their lives and then nowadays because of you know the the increase in material the material materialism and and promoting things that really money can buy people have diverted their efforts and their focus to what they think is value and success i i have a nice watch or i have a nice car or, or whatever um going back to your question in the definitions of success, um, I fit into category number three, which Mm. is ultimately um, my definition of success. uh, And this is through my own experiences of having done all the things and driven the cars and experienced what the world has to offer and found that it um, gives you a satisfaction that's quite low. There is benefit in all those things, but ultimately they're not enough to give you purpose. So for me, success ultimately is in, in about being uh, someone that can um, benefit others and improve the lives of others. And, and a hadith that I always um, recall on a daily basis is that when we pass, there are three things that are weighty, you know, and three things that will be valuable to us when we dem- from the point we demise until we are on the day of judgment. The first is sadqa jariya. 
The second is the knowledge we share with people. And the third is our children, right? Nice. And so I look at social media as this amazing opportunity to um, share knowledge. And um, I have this quote in my bio that knowledge has no value unless you, you share it. It has no power unless you, mm-hmm. you share it. So um, for me, ultimately, it, success comes down to living a life that I believe is my potential um, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala set for me um, that correlates with his um version of success so ultimately on my actions do you know if i make money do i benefit someone with that money you know or do i just live a life for myself do you know if mm-hmm. i have knowledge do i help others with that knowledge or do i you know look you know do i take care of purely take care of myself so in a nutshell i think for me success is definitely about whatever va- attributes allah has given you whatever strength he's given you and he's given everyone different capabilities and different values and strengths is fundamentally how do you benefit other people with whatever you have whether it's the ability to speak read write whatever it's you know it, it comes down to that it's unique that you've um as as you mentioned in your bio and i, I noticed this as well um you talk about knowledge you know whereas someone who may not know you would think he he's all he cares about or all he wants is his wealth or his nice car or a nice watch or whatever but for you and you've mentioned it now is 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 the knowledge how do you try and share the knowledge that you have um and you know is, are, are there people actually that are coming to you and saying you know what i actually benefited from this or i achieved this in my life because i i read this on your on your on your instagram or your facebook or whatever sure i mean th- there are i mean people do do uh do often uh, say that it benefits and helps them you know i receive messages from people pretty much every day um and i do also um understand that it it's necessary man it's it's, it's especially um in this day and age there is a lack of 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 real sort of value and experience a lot of people make make something for themselves and keep it to themselves a lot mm. of people you know may achieve success in different ways it's not always necessarily monetary but shy away from others and 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 not distribute that redistribute that you know one of my favorite hadith is imam ali alayhi salam saying that everything over and above your requirements you're simply a treasurer for someone else so ultimately that these are things that you know make me realize that whatever you have like if you go through an experience that experience you you attain some sort of knowledge from that experience you know whether you read something whether you try something you do something you go through a certain experience someone can benefit from that right so um and beyond that i think a lot of what i do is not just in the things that i post but i try to show in my action so you know fundamentally i prioritize my family you know and 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 people who see me or even see me in, on social media will see clearly this guy spends he runs businesses so he's obviously got his commitments work wise but we see him with his kids a heck of a lot of the time which clearly means that he prioritizes family life right he prioritizes this and then they'll see that you know clearly this guy isn't you know far from his faith or running from his faith should you say you know he's you know clearly concerned about his beliefs as well or his faith so i think there's a lot of things that you can do um just in your actions it doesn't have to just be words everyone be words. can post a quote yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Uh, people yeah, yeah. can see for the real you know what the does real. this guy do does he care about people does he help people does he is he is he interested in his own family you know so on it's nice that you know um we have because i feel sometimes that um 
as Muslims living in the West will will have role models, you know, and some of the role models aren't the best role models. Whereas sometimes I I, I tell people that you know, look within your own community or even your own family or or people that you know, and then make them your role models, yep. which which is nice because rather than making I don't know I don't want to mention any names like I don't know a movie star or yep. someone from Hollywood and. Making them your your own model. We have we have within our own community, what I like to say, cool Muslims. Yeah, you know we have we have people that are into their designer clothes, sure. into their you know, and there's yeah. uh, there's nowhere and you know as well there's nowhere in Islam that says you can't wear designer of clothes course, or yeah. you can't you know drive a yeah. nice car or dri- have a nice watch. You know this is all this is all good, and they could they could be your your role models. Um, and this leads me to a very important question: Who's you know? And you mentioned Imam Ali. Yeah, yeah. Uh, twice now or who and did you look up to other than you know you, you uh, reading the, the the beautiful sayings of of the prophet or imam ali in your life growing up who was your role model who was the one that you looked up to yes um still to this day it's my my father bro as you know as i um as i look at my my life you know when you're young you don't always appreciate your parents knowledge and you don't always appreciate their wisdom. You sometimes think we know better. We come from a different world. Um, we're in a different society or time. And as you become older and more experienced and you wiser, appreciate them more. you realize like, wow. And so as I become mature, I would say I'm almost 40 years of age. You don't look 40. Don't you? Thank you. You don't have said that. <laughs> I, think, I think that's the thing. 30, he meant 30. That's another, yeah, 30. I've got my fingers <laughs> wrong. But ultimately, you know, I, I've come to this point of realization that... Um, our purpose here on this earth is to serve. Um, we're here uh, to carry out a lot of activities that fundamentally this culture today uh, promotes the, the complete opposite um, of, of principles, of, of values, of supporting one another, of commitment. You know, And you can look at statistics in every element, whether it's people's finances, people's marriages, people's whatever. Um, we live in a culture and a society that is far away from the uh the way we should be living our lives for our own well-being i say this to a lot of my uh non-believer friends people who are non-muslims people who are atheists yeah, etc yeah. i say um unfortunately because of the nature the the nature of the human being we're instinctively about conflict um i'm arsenal i'm liverpool i'm i'm you know whatever um islam if you take away all the political aspect of our element of it it's a manual i said we read books every day right Give me a book. Someone said to me the other day, give me a book, give me a book, give me a book. Um, the Quran is a book. We look at all these mentors, psychologists, entrepreneurs, but yet we won't, we'll look at the Quran or we'll look at Islamic teachings with this, uh, we paint it with this, because it's been painted with this brush. We look at it with this, in this context that, oh, you know, straight away we're going into a religious sphere or, or, or a political sphere, or whatever it might be. And, the thing about, you know, one thing that I've understood and one thing that I've found, and it's actually going to specifically to the point, my father has lived his entire life in a way which um, protects him first and foremost because he lives in a way which keeps him far from um, desires or mindsets or, cult or, or, or practices that lead you to, to, to a certain direction. 
He's about serving, helping. He doesn't believe that his wealth belongs to him. He he understands priorities of caring for people, showing up, being. And so when you look at all of these habits, because a lot of people used to say to him, oh, your dad is constantly everywhere, serving everyone, helping everyone, giving everyone, whatever. And, and you know, what is this? You know, basically like, sell, you'd be selfish. You know, you, it's kind of the opposite mindset. And I realized very quickly, man, that, you know, I see what he gets from it because there's a certain level of of satisfaction, of contentment that you get when you're selfless. And actually the selfishness is what leads us down the path of feeling anxiety, feeling stressed, feeling depression, breakdown in our relationships, breakdown in our marriages, lack of faith, lack of trust. All these things happen through that. All these so, problems. All these problems happen through that. So to this day, man, I look at my father, I'm like, you know, th this, this man has this mindset which ultimately cultivates just pure positivity in your life because i'm at you still go back to him of there, are, are there days where you, you still yeah of the course phone or go visit him and say yeah. you know what i've got a problem in this yeah i mean and even to the extent where sometimes i don't even have to do that it's just being in his presence oh, nice. the way he lives his life nice. the, his, his standards his rules his practices he just automatically directs you you know so i think for me again getting to the point i you know, seeing my life evolve, I've realized that mentally and spiritually is the starting point of anything that you will achieve, any success you achieve. And the success, like you said, on, on, on many levels, but fundamentally success is about benefiting others, your parents, your children, your wife, your kids, your whoever it might be, your society, your friends, your peers. To be able to fulfill that at its maximum potential, you have to be in the right condition, just like an athlete. And if mentally you're not in the right condition, you'll fail. You'll fail in delivering a good friendship. You'll fail in delivering charity. You'll fail in all these things because fundamentally your practice is in your life. You know, I said to a friend uh, the other day, I, I was talking to him and, and he said, you know, you seem to have like, you know, toned down a little bit in buying things and doing th and owning things. And I said, the thing is, you know, you when you buy something, let's say, for example, you buy a car, you know, then you have to live the life. You have to drive here, go there, do this, do this. And I said, all those things kind of, put your mind and your thoughts and your efforts into a, 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 a direction. That then leads on to the next direction, the next direction. It pulls you further away from sometimes the places you want to be. If that's what you enjoy, no problem. But if your objectives are to go a specific way, you've got to condition everything for that. You can't be preparing for a rice and eating Kentucky Fried Chicken every day. You can't, you know, that, that's the reality. So I've, I've understood this depth that mental conditioning, your day-to-day -day habits, the way you view yourself, the way you view other people, that's something that I've learned from my father. And I never knew he knew he was doing it. I never okay. I never thought it that. It was natural. I just never knew he, but now I appreciate that, no, he knows clearly what he's doing. He can do all of these other things. He could spend that money on himself. He could do all these things, but he does it for a reason because he's ultimately achieving a mental state and a life that gives you satisfaction beyond any Ferrari, any amount of money can ever give you. You, you mentioned this. I was going to ask you about this actually. Um, toned down. Yeah, uh, Azim has toned down. Yeah, even though you've toned up, toned but up, you've, toned <laughs> down. Yeah, but with 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 people that that also know you, your friends, and I'll come to friendship in a bit, uh, have noticed that, uh, and you 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 mentioned now as well. You've sort of, we can say, not as 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 as, as flashy. Yeah. Does that come with age? 
Does that come with, with, with seeing your kids growing up? What was it or, or was it something from your, I don't know, was it your father? That, no, I think it's, it's funny actually, I'll tell you a very funny story, you know, um, my, I remember I first bought a Ferrari, took my dad for a drive in it and he starts inspecting the car and you know, obviously they're, they're bog standard in the inside, he's put, years ago, he's pulling the <laughs> sun visor down, this, that, you know, it's like, it's rubbish, but you know, if you like it, you like it, but it's a rubbish car, you know? So, so, uh, so, you know, it's got, no, you know, it's got nothing. It's got no this, got no that, whatever. So anyway, uh, my Volkswagen's got better than this, but, but, um, the, the, uh, the, the, the answer to your question, bro, is a combination of things. One is that, um, I, I as I said to you before, I've understood that your, um, your overall results, the results that you're achieving in your life stem from, even the smallest thoughts that you have in your mind, the conditions you set for yourself, the day-to-day -day habits, the day-to-day -day practices. Um, if you allow yourself to be submerged in the life of materialism, you want to chase things, you want to feel that those things are going to give you satisfaction, they're going to make you feel fulfilled. And they have that short-term gratification, like social media is the instant gratification, yeah, you know, you yeah. feel good straight away. Um, and then you feel a void. Um, and then you feel that that's not quite fulfilling my 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 needs right but it's not that it's it's not a, often in some cases a question of affording things i i have friends bro that their companies make millions and millions and millions of pounds profit um and they have no fancy watches they have no fancy cars they live a lifestyle suited to their tastes and their preferences right so i don't have anything against it but i just understand that there is there are ways that you live your life that condition you to do certain things that lead you to certain paths that help you focus on 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 the things that you, you know are priority uh, and and there are things you can do within your life there are people you can hang around with so it's it's no different it's the company you keep um with yourself the t thoughts you have within your own mind the things you tell yourself you know impact you the same way having certain people around you and in the same context that the choices you make and the habits and lifestyle you have i want to make sure that i'm conditioned and I'm doing all the things I need to do and thinking about all the things I need to do to first and foremost, make sure that I'm, I'm, um, you know, a good father and I'm committed to my family and I'm committed to my children. Um, and, and that I'm living the life that I want. So I think, yes, elements of it are maturity. You try things, you do things. And mm -hmm. hopefully if you're lucky enough, you know, that you mature and you say, see that, okay, well, these things, they have limited value. These things have a lot of value. What, do you regret any, anything? No, not at all, man. I mean, I'm not one of those people that I believe in regretting things. I think it's very important to um, to experience those things. But you I, learn. You learn, yeah. You don't regret. You don't, I, I learn. I don't, I don't feel there's need to regret things. I think also, you know, we're in quite a, um, a unique time where... One of my favorite um, interviews was an interview that Muhammad Ali had with Parkinson. It was in probably the 70s. Yeah. And Muhammad Ali said to him, he said, the reason why I drive Rolls Royces, I live in fancy cars, I wear fancy clothes is because it gets people's attention. Once I have their attention, I tell them about Islam. Allah. Nice. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. so there are, look, that, you know, when you've achieved certain things, sometimes when you need to access people, and I've become very um, selective about my approach. I have one objective, bro. I want to go I, on the day of judgment. I want my Lord to be pleased with me, right? And I want to know that I've lived my life to the best of my capacity and capability. Um, what, what the era we're in now, the way that you promote positive living, positive lifestyle, positive mindset, autonomy, which is all Islam is doing, right? Mm. So let, cut all the nitty gritty, the politics, this, that, and the other. Islam is a manual on how to live a good life. 
how to live a great, pure life, right? Ultimately, that's, you know, what we're fundamentally going to, you know, trying to do is be better people, be better human yeah. beings, etc. And so I, I um, you know, I feel that there is a way to promote um, the positive lessons that we learn from our faith, um, the positive uh, things that we know that we have in our faith and not be so offensive about sharing that with other people. Sometimes you have to take on certain attire, take on certain image, just so that people are willing to listen to you, right? It's like Muhammad Ali said, but then underlying your objective is is something completely different. You know, and I see that I engage with a lot of people from all sorts of backgrounds, just within my businesses. I'm, I have different people that yeah, engage yeah, with yeah, me I'm and sure. follow me. Um, but I'm very clear about my, look, anything that I write might sound like a quote, might sound like a this, might sound like a that. Fundamentally, it's from the Islam that I've learned, okay, right? Nice. That's that's the bottom line. Nice. I'm saying it in a way that doesn't offend people. I'm saying it in a way that... And make it easier for everyone to for understand. Everyone to whether understand. you're a Muslim, non-Muslim, non -Muslim, atheist, yeah, make whatever it, you... Make, Absolutely. You, you you speak about results. Like, uh, do you have a scale for your results? Like, do you sit at the end of the day or end of the month or and say, okay, what have I achieved? Do you, do you like put your, do you put targets for, I'm going to achieve this this week or this next week? I'm going to spend this many hours doing this with the family? Or have you, are you now living in a life because you're so busy with, with, with everything? It's sort of everything sort of sets in by itself or. I'm sure you've put a schedule. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm more and more. Uh, and how do you know what the results are? Yeah. Right. So in the, at the beginning, I, I basically was all over, and then you learned to start understanding the importance of having a schedule, having results, um, basing things on your targets, having real targets, realistic targets. Otherwise, you fall on your face when you when you don't have a target that's that's realistic and achievable. Um, so yeah, I do have a schedule. I have goals. I have goals that I work towards. I I want to spend more time with my children. I want to do more activities with them. So I have to try and find more people to be able to take care of responsibilities within the operation. Um, when it when it comes down to um, results, the, you know, the results, you know, you reach one level, you want to go to the next level. And I don't even mean this monetarily. I, I mean this, you know, like right now I'm on a massive conquest of, you know, for argument, you know, you mentioned that, you know, you, you look, you know, if you're 30, you know, not 40 for, you know, I'm on a conquest right now to be at the best physical mental state that I can be, which requires me to, ingest certain things it requires me to um you know mentally and physically it requires me to take care of myself carry out certain rituals so yes i have certain targets you know often you never reach those targets but you have to have something so for argument's sake you know my my uh the guy who's taking care of some of my health changes and improvements that i'm making is like you know you need to have 10 hours sleep i'm like that's never gonna happen that's not gonna happen that's never me. happening <laughs> but you know let's try and aim for six maybe eight on the weekend you know whatever so um and so I have that target. Do I reach it? No, I mean, probably slept like three and a half hours yesterday. But the, the point is that um, <laughs> you, you have to have targets. You yeah. have to have targets with everything. You know, I, I think having targets, having a schedule, having having a plan, that's the only way you can deliver any results in any area. It doesn't it doesn't matter. You know, if I say, look, I have to see my kids, then I get out and I have to get home and see yeah, them. If yeah. you're like, no big deal, we'll see them today, tomorrow, Thursday, whenever it's no, you know, I think so you have to have some, you have to have some, rules you have to have some schedule you have to have some targets for sure i, I know that for example uh there's one night where you have date night yeah and that's with your daughter yep. if, if correct. yeah yeah 100 and there's there's one day where it's, it's with your son yeah and and we spoke about you know your relationship with your father i'm sure it's different but you you picked up things from your father yep. how and and how are you now because 
you can fall into a trap of of spoiling them. Yeah. Uh, so how do you balance, you know, giving them what they want, but at the same time not spoiling them to a degree where they need to understand that you've worked hard to yeah. earn this money or to earn whatever the lifestyle that you have. So sure. what's, what's, what's the balance? So you've hit on something very, very key. Because um, you're a family man, so yeah. this you, is important. You're you. hit on something very, very key and something that is, is very important. Um, I have installed the value of hard work um, and the value of, things life into my children from day dot one um a funny story there was a guy who saw zane hoovering in the gym okay nice and he said to me azam you know usually when i meet people in your position i don't know what he meant but he may have meant people who may have the capacity to let their kids do what they want right um he said usually they say we work hard so our kids don't have to mm. i said look with all due respect to whoever said what they said, that was stupid, you know, uh, advice or it was a stupid comment. Um, the best thing we can do is teach our children value, teach our children the ability to stand on their own two feet, teach our children what things were, are worth and what they mean. So um, I don't spoil my kids. And it's funny, somebody said to me, Azam, you know, you work really hard. I said, look, I work hard for a number of reasons, and I'll tell you my motivations for working hard. Number one, I know it's a form of ibadah, right? Something our Prophet, peace be upon him, used yeah, to encourage. 100%, 100%. I said, n number two, I said that I believe that there are, this is a vehicle um, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has provided for me to to do things with, right? To benefit others in some way, shape or form. Nice. I said, finally, my children are in their prime. So if at this stage in my life I'm living the lifestyle, I'm, you know, holidaying every week, I'm here, I'm there, I'm wherever, I'm, you know, chilling at home. Um, this is what they're digesting. This is this is what they see. I said, so this there is no time more important than now for me to live a life and have habits that they see and digest, right? I've I've got to be very aware that this is what Zayn and Iman are picking up on. Going back to the point you made about the date night is that, again, you know, we uh, follow a faith and follow a prophet who used to stand up when his daughter would walk in the room. Nice. So I understand that there must be some serious significance. Of course, this particular lady was very, very important mm. and very, very significant. However, um, I believe that you know this was uh, the prophet peace be upon him uh, telling us all. Of course, uh, the, this is the value. You know, you're going to have daughters. Ultimately, you know, you're going to have your own, and and so. And I feel we're in a society right now which is very very challenging. I'm very close to my daughter. I know exactly what's happening. I know exactly what teenage girls in general are up to. Um, and you know, they, they, they there's there's many aspects, bro. I love it. I'm blessed to have amazing kids. Alhamdulillah. I love spending time with my daughter. I want her to know her value. I want her to understand that this is you know how a man should take care of you, how a man should look after you. Um, you know, I want to enjoy these moments with you know my kids. We're planning like you know we've got a couple of trips planned. We're gonna go to. Inshallah. She wants to go to Japan. Me and just me and her are gonna go. We're gonna nice. tour. So, you know. These are blessings. I think it's all about priority. You know, um, our children ultimately are our biggest assets in this life and the next. Um, how the time we invest with them, the the quality we invest. One thing I can guarantee is that I have invested more love and time into my children than I've given them anything. 
And my kids, believe me, are far from spoiled. You know, I, I can vouch for that. My son right now, you tell him, come in here, work, clean, email, do it. He'll do it. He won't mm. flinch, right? And so, I, I, I because I, that's the best thing I can give them. Yeah. If I'm not around tomorrow, you know, and I'm not planning to accumulate wealth to, you know, make sure that their and their kids and their kids can sit on their backsides and do nothing. It's that, you know, you've got to, you've got to work. So you mentioned priority. And a few, um, uh, a few moments ago, you mentioned you, you become more selective. Um, you've also become selective with your friends or with people, let's say you hang about with because, and this is even from, from close loved ones that you know, a few of our brothers that we, we hang around, um, they've sometimes said, you know, I haven't seen Azam for a long time, you know. Uh, of course, we know you're busy. Yeah. But you, you, and because you mentioned the word selective, I'm asking you about this. Have you become selective with, with, with spending time with certain people? Um, I definitely have. Maybe not in some cases. Uh, some cases have been, look, there's a combination of things. One is that uh, ultimately... Um, my children have gone from the kind of infancy phase to okay. the, the, the mature phase. So as an example, you know, where they would be in bed at eight o'clock or whatever, um, and they were kids, babies, or um, they've now reached a stage where I go to the fights with my son. So what an activity on a Saturday evening that I would have gone out with the boys. It's now with your son. My son's now, you know, ready to do things. Yeah, um, nice. So that's one element that ultimately they're taking pretty much all the spare time that I have. Uh, in terms of being more aware of and selective in one sense, um, yes and no, there are, I would say that that's less to do with, you know, our people within our own community, but wider than that, just being aware that, you know, the people you meet with, the people you speak to, um, their energy, their mindset impacts you, whether you like it or not. I used to yeah. think I was invincible. So I used to be the guy who would be everywhere, trying to be there for everyone, help everyone, involve everyone, you know, everything. And, and I'm still as positive as it gets, yeah. but ultimately I've realized that, um, there is a there is a way you can benefit others, ensuring that it's not a compromise to yourself, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and also there is value that time is valuable. I can guarantee you one thing: that every minute of my day now is spent in something constructive, right? Um, you know, the the only thing I have going on in my life right now, which I would consider to uh, not be constructive, is I play Fortnite, and that's also just to be involved <laughs> with my son, right? Yeah, yeah. So so. Every moment is is based on you know what can I do with the time that I have right now to to progress to add value to do something that is is and there's a priority list right mm -hmm. so ultimately you know if 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 you're you know if you have a family crisis and the boys are going to watch a film well the family crisis is the priority right so it's the same thing I think there are I have so many things now happening in my life that I've just taken priority, you know, it, it really is, it really more is about that, that, you know, do, you know, it's rare that I have time, you know, as an example, if I work, you know, 60, 80 hours a week, for example, and then I have X amount of time free to do something, that little window of opportunity I've got, it's with the kids, you know, and so some of my friends, they're, they've just had kids, their kids aren't as old, you know, so it's difficult to then say, all right, we'll all go and do something together or, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. So, but, but otherwise, I think if, if I was going to give any advice though, 
um, you have to be very selective about your friends. You have to be very selective about the people you have around you. And it's very important, not from a point of view of being a, a user and meeting with people for the sake of who can serve you at that point in time. But I think you have to definitely be around people that are um, on the same path, the same journey, um, who've possibly are achieving or have achieved the things you want to do. You know, um, I think that's that that's really important. Time is, is is very important. I always, whenever whenever we speak about time, I remember this story. Um, it's a, it's a small clip. Uh, it's of Marhum Mullah Asghar, and he speaks about time so beautifully. He says, he he puts it into into to wealth money perspective, where he goes, if someone was to give you eighty six thousand four hundred pound or dollars, whatever your currency is, let's say pound. He puts £86,400 in your account in the morning. Uh, the only downside is he tells you after 24 hours, I'm going to take anything that's left in that money, anything that's left in your account. But the next day, I'm also going to give you £86,400. Yeah. I know you know the story. So he goes, the, the sensible person will, will take and use the £86,400 because yep. he knows it's not going to be there tomorrow yeah. but he's going to get another 86,400 yeah. and he says when Azgar it's such a beautiful quote how he puts it and he says Allah God gives us 86,400 seconds a day 100%. and they're never going to come back never that time so so it's nice that you said you know you've you've been selective with your time I know yeah. maybe it's not healthy to sleep three and a half hours. <laughs> and, Especially and, and that's something I need to work on. And and it's funny because there's there's, there's just one very th funny thing that about time is that I often quote um, on my social media that I wish I could buy the time people were wasting. Oh, I, you know, I love that quote. You know, I wish because there's a lot of people wasting a lot yeah, of time. <laughs> a huge amount of time, you know, and it's it's crazy. And this is the thing when I actually start looking at the priorities we have, the responsibilities we have, the things we need to attend to, real things we need to attend to that are a must. Um, I feel like um, there just isn't time. And when I see people procrastinating and doing nothing and, and whatever, I just think, wow, like I would love that extra two or three hours, maybe just to get some extra sleep or, or whatever. But um, in everything, you have to be selective. This is a very, very short life, man. It's flying by. I look at it, I look at it and, you know, as I was saying to you about, you know, my daughter, you know, not having even that many years left at school and so on. It's very, it, it really makes you realize that time's flying. That's one thing that I've understood. You know, spend, spending my time on the things that I believe, at, look, we all have different goals and objectives, yeah. but spending time on the things that I believe are um, my, on my priority list and ensuring those things are being attended to, whether it's self-development, development of your children, whether it's serving people in the right way, even your point about sort of, uh, you know, being selective. I've even become selective about how I feel I can help people, right? I feel like there's better ways to help and there are people who actually want to take action on, you know, your support or your advice or whatever it might be. And you could be banging on the wrong door for months trying to pull someone yeah, out of bed. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't want to get out doesn't of bed. Doesn't want to get out. So then at least direct it and whoever wants direct to take Direct your energy yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. With everyone that have um, big numbers of followers, uh, everyone that has in their thousands like yourself, not, not everyone you obviously know personally uh, And not everyone can say I know Azim They probably know your social media But they don't really know you So uh, the problem that you, you may have Is one negativity on social media And even negativity from people that you know Because you know, it's not just social media And two, 
people hating. Uh, and and it's, 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 it's a quote because you know that, that, that there's haters out there that 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 will that will even though and uh, even though they might smile in your face behind you they're hating on you or sure. inside you or they're speaking about you um, and everyone has that problem even if you don't have thousands of followers in your in your life you you have negativity that's that you may you know you may surround you or, or, or people that are that are hating or that are speaking ill of you maybe more when you're more in the public scene how how do you deal with that uh, do you, do you, do, you, do you literally ignore it or is there a way that you actually go okay so i mean i think there's a couple of very important things here uh, bro is that one um i don't experience any negativity on social media Right. Okay. Nice. I don't get any hate from anyone. I don't see anything. Um, yeah, that's good news. Funny enough, I had somebody who made a comment about Shias, uh, but said, "No, you're sick guy though." Right. So, 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 <laughs> so, so even that was yeah, a positive. Yeah, so, so even you know he, he turned it into a positive. So, so look, I'll, I'll tell you where I come from in the perspective of hate and jealousy, etc. Number one, bro, we talked about selectiveness. You have to be selective about everything including where you invest your time and energy and your resources right and your i'm talking your human resources mm-hmm. your internal resources um a person who feels bitter towards you feels jealousy towards you um this is an unfortunate problem they have um it's not a reflection of who you are it's a reflection of who they are mm-hmm. um so number one, that's not my problem, right? Ultimately, they have a problem and I wish them well and I hope they feel better at some point and I hope that they find what they need to satisfy them. Because it's a disease in the heart, this jealousy and hatred. Absolutely. It's, it's a thing. That's, that's what makes it dangerous because like, there's certain things that people do that you actually see. Sure. But this is like inside, so you don't really see it. 100%. Which makes it even worse. Sure. So I think, look, ultimately, bro, um, it boils down to this. It's your own internal mindset. So I'll tell you. The times where I am, I have been unhappy with myself in some context. The time where my intentions have actually been to impress you or to get your validation is the point when your opinion, negative, positive, is going to impact me. Uh, right? Okay. When I'm con- con- when I'm content with myself, with my mission, and my intention isn't validation from you, my intention isn't one where really I'm saying one thing, but on the flip side, I'm actually just expecting people to like me and to love me and to whatever. But my intention was never to do something positive for you or share something positive with you or, or, or even my life mission is fake. I'm not really on this mission to achieve these things. So the minute somebody says something to rock your boat, you get rocked, right? Mm. Affects um, you. It affects you. It wouldn't affect you if you're quite clear and precise about where you need to go. Now, there's different types of, you know, jealousy and, and envy. If you have somebody who is, you know, saying something to you on social media, you either choose to ignore it or you either choose to maybe say something positive that can potentially change their opinion. And some occasions where somebody may have said something that wasn't necessarily hate, but they may have been trying to test me or give it a little, you know, poke. No, uh, you know, <laughs> I've, I've, your reaction. You know, and, and I've responded in, in, in a way which I feel is appropriate because... Bro, I haven't got the time. I have to be selective about the battles I want, about the time I want to ingest, invest. And also what's very important is the minute I start allowing myself to think about someone's judgment of me, who doesn't even know me, right? They, they yeah, don't even know yeah. me. So this person doesn't 
even know me, my my thoughts, my my concerns, my priorities. And even yesterday, I could have had bad thoughts and priorities. And today, I've got good. Right? Mm. I have the opportunity to change. We are from the school of Ahlul Bayt. We have individuals who changed on the day of Karbala. Boom yeah. to that side. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So we yeah. can be a different person in a minute. Never mind an hour or a day. So, in terms of negativity. I haven't got time for it because I can't allow it in. If I allow it in, it's going to impact my system. It's going to impact my thoughts. It's going to impact my results. So I can't deal with it. I can't. And 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 I've always been very positive. Probably the most the time you've known me, I've never been someone yeah, who yeah, gets yeah, always, shaken, shaken or disturbed by someone's opinion of me or approach towards me. Um, in terms of haters, again, it's just jealousy, bro. It's the same context. Like I haven't got any because I haven't got time to assess. You know, I haven't got time to uh, analyze. It, you don't even give them time. Their opinion doesn't make a difference to me. Mm. I can't. I can't. Time is so limited. I can't invest any time in analyzing who thinks I'm great or not great. Fundamentally, bro, there is a tier. Are you Are you confident or comfortable in your day to day behavior, activity, thoughts that your Lord is pleased with you? After your Lord, are your parents? After your parents. Your family, your children, your peers Like there are so many people to go through When you want to think about what's important So that your thoughts and your priorities are directed Towards the, the things that really matter in your life You won't even make it to the bottom of that list So Steve or Bob or this person or that person On your social media who doesn't like you Or somebody who does not happy for you Or somebody who may be around you isn't happy for you what, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> you, know, okay. you know, I wish the best for them I hope that some point in my conduct uh, that they may be Their opinion of themselves change Let me tell you this now In my life Whenever I felt negative Towards someone else It was I felt negative about me Right If I felt concerned about something It was ultimately something within me I, I assure you You have the ability As a human being To condition yourself To think and see things In a certain way And be in the same scenario And respond completely different to how you did previously just because you have either you either have a set of thoughts or issues or internal problems going on with your in your in your life you know let's say i have an issue at work i might become snappy in my response to my colleague right or but but if something's going great i might be like hey guys you know everything you know we're humans so we i've realized that we you know we have to be like i said before very very selective and the way that i explain to anybody on how to deal with haters is primarily number one, make sure whatever you're doing, you're doing for you. It's about you and who you really are and and identify the things that you're good at, the things that are your strengths, the things that fundamentally you believe in. What do you believe in as a person? So it goes, it goes down to your intention, really. Absolutely, bro. It's what all, all about intention. No one can rock you. Like somebody could come to me right now and say to me, oh, you know, you're you're wrong in this and this and this and this. As long as I'm confident that, you know, through my due diligence, through my research, through my, you know, my heart, that what I'm working on is the right project, is the right way. You know, someone might say to me, you invest too much time in your children. Okay, that's absolutely fine. Now, I could be shocked by this. Oh, you know. Maybe I should stop. Maybe I should <laughs> stop. Yeah. Kick Zane out. Go, get a, go Lou, move out. You know, it's, it's, it's ultimately, uh, you know, down to knowing and feeling confident in, in yourself and in your purpose and your cause. That That's... That's all it boils down to. Talking of, of projects, um, you're involved in a gym now. Yeah. Is that to do with your age because you feel old? Probably, yeah. <laughs> probably. It's probably uh, it's, it's strategic so that I end up having to exercise. How, how, did, that, how did that come about, the, the gym? You know, I've said this from the beginning. You've known me 
probably six, seven years now, right? Uh, and you've probably seen me launch different projects in 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 that uh, time time frame. Um, I've I've always explained this to everyone that I've never ever planned any particular project that I've embarked on. It's happened. It's just come at the at the. It's, I've been in the right place at the right time or wherever God planned for me to be, and it was the opportunity that felt right. Um, and and I moved on it. Um, so there are lots of advantages in, in being in the fitness space as, as you're getting older, exercising, you know, training, so on and so forth. But um, the actual real story behind um, graftism is actually going uh, through th this journey of my own, analyzing what the youth are exposed to, analyzing what's happening in the consumer landscape, um, being a student of business, being someone that understands cultures and communities, etc. I wanted to create a brand that actually championed the process of achieving what you want to achieve um, and working for it and the values of hard work and the benefits of hard work rather than what most people promote, which is purely um, instant gratification. We're already made it. You're already perfect. You already look brilliant. You're already doing it great. Um, and so it takes hard work and effort to get anything you want in your life. Um, and so I wanted to create a brand that that essentially promoted hard work. Um, so I'd come up with this brand concept and then the opportunity arose to to move into the fitness space. Um, but the long-term plan for the brand is is for it to be a big global brand. Um, this is just the first gym. I've spent the time, which I advise everyone to do, to be patient, understand your consumer, understand the, the consumer you're trying to service. Where is your first gym? It's in Watford. Watford, check it out, guys. <laughs> so the first gym's in Watford. Um, and uh, funny enough, we gave away a membership at one of the uh, charity events. Nice. I met the brother there the other day. It was nice. uh, so, so um, you know, so so long and short of it is um, the, the everything that we kind of fundamentally will promote through the brand message will fundamentally boil down to working hard for whatever it is that you want grafting is something that you know everyone's always called me a grafter yeah, and so, yeah, so it's, it's, is um, that where the name came from yeah 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 so i wanted to create a brand that i felt you know resonates with people that people i want young people to feel proud about the journey you have to go through to achieve what you want and it's actually the journey that is what it's all about right so you know when you reach the you know the point where you have the Ferrari, or when you reach the point where you've made X amount of money, you tr you realize, okay, well, what's next? And actually, it's the journey. And this is why, for me, even entrepreneurially, I'm always expanding, growing, learning, moving, changing, losing, winning. You know, just because it's the journey. That's the that's the the process. It's and so um, where we are now in a lot of the cultures that brands promote, a lot of the activity that that people engage in, especially the youth, is is counterproductive. It's not um, it's not real. It's not reality. What reality takes, and I say this to a lot of young people, you know, 20 years to achieve your overnight success. You have to be in this mindset of working for it, whether you want to get healthier, you want to be fitter, you need to exercise, you need to eat right, you know, you want a successful business, you want a successful marriage, you want a successful relationship, whatever it might be, you, you work at it. You know, it's about sacrifice, commitment, dedication, all these things that we're seeing less and less of in the culture we have today. Is it important to... To, if someone wants to set up a business, yeah, uh, is it important that you actually enjoy the business that you're, you're in, or or is it uh, should you should your aim be I'm going to be successful in this business, I'm going to make money, and if I'm happy in it, then I'm happy. That's sort of 
not the primary reason I'm in it. It's the secondary reason. If I'm happy, I'm happy. Because you know, a lot of people. I, I ask you this. I ask you this because a lot of people go into a career, and then a few years, or they get a degree in a certain subject, and then a few years down the line, they're in this job, and they're like, "I'm not really not happy." Yeah. Why did I do this? So, so is it, when you pick, for example, yeah. are you are you? Is it because you're, it makes you happy, or is that something that's secondary? It's got nothing to do with me. Um, they they never have anything to do with me or my uh, passions or, or or any of those type of things. When I say that, of course, I love training and I'm in the gym, but but that's nothing to do with being that's me going and training at the gym. Yeah, um, it's got nothing to do with the business aspect of it. So um, the advice that I give people specifically for business, so career wise, it's different. I think people yeah. do careers and 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 you know, but in business. Whenever you go into a business, the the element of the business which you enjoy may be that you know it's an area that you understand, it's an area that you're a consumer of, etc. But every business that you ever think of pursuing has to be completely focused on the consumer. It's got can't be about you. It can't be about your clever idea. It can't be about <laughs> what you want or what you think is going to work or that you want to do this or in your ideal world, you know, you will sell paintings. It's got to be about the consumer. And so if you take Grafton, for example, I've trained in bodybuilding, weightlifting gyms all my life. Um, I enjoy those gyms. They have a sense of community. I like that type of training. Some people prefer different types of training. Some people like cardio. Some people like swimming. Some people like martial arts. Some people like CrossFit, whatever it might be. But bodybuilding and weight training is something that I've always enjoyed. One thing I found was the community um, had evolved. Their preferences, their taste, the attire, social media had come around. Um, and the gyms were just not catching up, right? They were still those old, rusty iron gyms that didn't have any social media appeal. They weren't set up to cater for people's retail requirements. They just didn't match where the consumer was. Um, and so my entire focus was around the consumer, like what experience do people want to have in this type of gym in this day and age? And let's create something that ultimately can be the concept can be shipped around the world, um, but uh, enhancing people's gym experience in this specific area of this type of weight training that people do, um, you know, and, and that's what it was all about. What do they want when they come to the gym? What do they want to eat? What products should be available for them? So on and so forth. So everything that I do is 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 focused around the consumer. Um, my my first when I when I first launched my uh, first online retail business. That business was based on an experience I had as a consumer that when I was trying to purchase heavy materials for my building projects, I'd go online or not even online, I'd go in the yellow pages or wherever I'd go, get a phone number, ring a supplier. He'd say it's 18 pound a square yard, bring him back, it's 20 pound a square yard. There was no um, structure and ease in ordering. So I was like, you must be able to do this online, have a set price, have a delivery timeline and the delivery shows up to your project, it's done, easy. Everyone else is doing it online. Why are we not doing it in this area? But it wasn't about me. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to do this because I'm going to enjoy it or it's going to make me money. It was about serving a customer's needs. Consumer, yeah. consumer needs. So um, anybody who's going to pursue a business, it's really got, you've got to take the emotion out of it. Business is tough. It's hard. You know, you're going to go through financial challenges. You're going to go through late nights, you're going to make sacrifices and you have to be prepared to be, uh, to, to want that life, right? You know, I'm geared for that life. I'm built for it. Not everybody is, you know? And so in this day and age, it's even more challenging because 
there's more access. People can get involved much easier in business. You know, one guy can start selling something that you're selling tomorrow. So you really have to be built for that commitment and that that grind. It's funny, I went to an event. It was a venture capitalist event. I was invited as an angel investor to sit on a panel. And when I told, and I wanted to speak very much about the commitment that is required when you're in business. And I basically said to everyone, like, you know, I never went, I never took my wife on holiday for the first seven years of marriage, right? You know, I was that involved and committed to everything that I was doing. And I, I just had that much work on that I couldn't do it. And they were just in shock. You know, these guys think you're just going to be millionaires overnight. Any business you come up with is going to succeed, you know, and it's not. Talking talking about, you know, the fact that, you know, not every business succeeds. Um, have you have you been in a business where, you know, let's, let's, let's say failed? Yeah, yeah, and, man. And, and, and how how did that make you feel? How did how did you how did you come back from that? So, look, failure is part and parcel of the process. Um, that's every aspect of your life, specifically business. Four out of five businesses fail, even those ones that last after that. They, they generally fail after a certain number of years. Um, the failures that I've had uh, have only been uh, amazing learning experiences for us to take that knowledge um do it change it improve it and do it better um the failures that are real failures are when you completely are going into something with no plan pure emotion no strategy no research i've never done any type of business in that capacity so when we don't get it right it's because something needs to be tweaked we worked with the wrong supplier. We worked with the wrong partner. We didn't have the right infrastructure. We didn't have the right people. Uh, we didn't have enough capital. Whatever one of the answers might be, it was never just, oh, I've decided that I want to start selling those stools and I'm going to make a stool with a certain design on it. And I don't care what the market tells me. Is Google Trends telling me people are searching for it or not searching for it, whatever it might be. I want to put, put £100 million into the business and then I wonder why it lost it, right? So it's... um. You know, failure is normal, man. But ultimately, every one of my failures, all the mistakes that I've made, they I've learned from them. That's been the key thing. Look, the difference for me, and a lot of people ask me this, um, faith is what gets you through. I can tell you now, and I don't know a single entrepreneur or somebody who's achieved any type of success in their life who will tell you this was all me. I can say to you that throughout my career in business, I have been shocked by blown away mesmerized you know by the things that have happened that were completely out of my control that phone call being in that place at that time all these yeah. things that meant the the next the next thing was the deal the next thing was the result the next thing was this so we're in very little control of what happens and so whatever's happening in our lives if we understand this is god's plan for us that if this didn't quite work out this way he's expecting us to take some value from this experience and move in the way that he knows is best for us so um you will lose and you will fail in business i've lost many times lost money lost you know made the, the bad the bad bad decisions but i've learned from them that's the most important thing talking of of, of learning um We've got a lot of of, of youth uh, that are that are now of of the thinking that I'd rather not go into university, and at a young age of seventeen, eighteen, instead maybe going to starting up my own business, sure. becoming an entrepreneur. Where are you on, on on that? Is it is it is it should 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 is education important? Should it be no? How would you feel if 
if your children well, I don't want to go into university I want to become an entrepreneur like you dad I want to become a businessman I want to start up something I've got this idea sure so in my in my situation um it's one of those where I've I'm 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 living by whatever example I'm living by yeah um my children will be absorbing that um my daughter on one hand she wants to study and she wants to get into um things that are around health and uh you know there's a, I've, I've forgot the name of it but it's a certain type of uh doctor that looks after certain areas of a person's well-being and health okay. and gut Get and so health. on um zane i'm pretty sure he's going to be an entrepreneur entrepreneur funny enough his his teacher he just left primary school and his teacher uh, said i went over to thank his teacher because his teacher really helped him he really made a lot of progress he came from Essex in the middle of the year and he went to a very very competitive school um they're ranked number four in the country or whatever and these kids are just like little machines and he's <laughs> like well yeah wherever I turned up I'm a fighter what's going on here you know uh, so somebody fight me and and so he's you know he's he's, he's you know his teachers pushed him so I've gone over to thank the teacher and he said you know he's clearly going to be entrep an entrepreneur I'm going to be his first subscriber when he launches his first business at 16. so um whatever they want to do whatever they want to pursue as long as there is logic behind the path of education at university level, i.e. the kind of business my daughter wants to learn, considering that she wants to launch a business in this field, but she would need the necessary, potentially need the necessary, not always the case, but she might need the necessary qualifications to do it. So yeah. if I was going to say to her, look, you're going to enter a profession, I would recommend that instead of you simply just going out and employing the doctors and the professionals and you just being the brains behind it, if it's a sincere passion and you really want to benefit people, help people, go and get the knowledge yourself. Nice. Know what it means, right? So understand it, you know, at its depth. Um, truth is, I'd love my children both to be entrepreneurs. I'd love them both to be, uh, to, to, to operate their own businesses, to run their own businesses. That's what I'd, I'd like to happen. Going back to your question about, the, ne the youth and the next generation, entrepreneurship has been promoted now as being the thing, right? Yeah. It's a very, very, very scary world. It's not glamorous the way it's being promoted online. Most people online are lying to you about their financial status, about their financial well-being. It's, they're just it's showing nonsense. you what they... What, they're showing you little yeah. bits. They're yeah. showing you bits that aren't their bits. They're showing you all sorts. It's not true, right? You know, um, you know the, the statistics in this country speak. Otherwise, facts are facts. Numbers don't lie. People lie. I always say this, you know, <laughs> so you just have to go and look at the statistics and you'll see for yourself that only so many people in this country earn this much. People who earn over a million pound this country, 0.01% right, of this country earn over a million. If you look at the lifestyles people are promoting, you would have to earn a minimum of a million to sustain that lifestyle. Probably a million a month the way some people are carrying yeah. on, right? So ultimately, um, what I would say to the next generation is don't use entrepreneurship as an excuse, number one, to get out of something that may be the right path for you. Um, don't be attracted by the glamorization of entrepreneurship because it is harder than you will ever imagine, right? It is tough. That, you know, bro, I'll tell you this now. If you go to Silicon Valley, the rise of suicide in startups is 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 massive because, you know, they get into business and this glamorization of we're going to raise this money, we're going to do this, we're going to do this and realize, wow, that's not just like not what happens, right? It's really tough. And, you know, your business could be going well for a couple of years and something changes, the pound crashes, you're importing goods, you know, new competition comes into the market, something changes, whatever it might be, you've constantly got to be, it's a battle, it's a war. So... I would recommend that number one, you know, stop looking at this idea of this glamorizing, you know, of glamorization of entrepreneurship and that you're going to go into business and you're going to start making money and all the rest of it. It doesn't happen like that. Um, finally, entrepreneurship isn't for everyone, 
right? So education sometimes is the right route for you. Pursuing a particular career is a right route. And when you do the maths and you look back on it all, you might be like, wow, I could have actually spent, you know, and it's funny because I met someone, uh, the guy op, uh, works for a company, well, it does well. And I said to him, I said, you know, bro, how come you don't go in, set this up your own, yourself, like you, you're the guy. He goes, because I earn what I need to earn that I'm happy with and I have my life. I have X amount of children. He has a load of kids. X amount of children. <laughs> and, and, and uh, you know, he, he goes, I get to spend time with my children. I get to live the life I want. I have my choice. So sometimes you'll go back and look at it and go, I had all this, this, this attraction to being an entrepreneur. But when it boiled down to it, I never made really any more money than I would have made being in a good, stable career and so, a job. Mm. And actually, I would have had my freedom. I would have had time. I would have had the time to do things business will drag you in it will suck you in and it will hold you in you know it's it's not um it's not a fairy tale so answering that question make sure that it is being done for the right reason and make sure it's something that suits you and a lot of youngsters are making an excuse okay it's a way to get out of you you talk about the glamour side of 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 being an entrepreneur but I'm, I'm just asking maybe a 16, 17 year old will only see the glamour side. Sure. Is there a responsibility for the entrepreneurs? Of course, you, you don't speak for all entrepreneurs, yeah. so you can't say, yeah. But do you think there's a responsibility to show that? Because what we're seeing on social media is only the glamour sure. side. No one's com- coming on social media and saying, you know what, I've lost this amount yeah, of money today and I've done this. I've failed, and, but, but I'm going to try. You know, yeah. Is there a responsibility for the entrepreneurs to actually try and show the the real side maybe a hundred percent there is i encourage it i actually speak to a lot of people about it sometimes there is a catch-22 for some people yeah some genuine entrepreneurs have got to maintain a certain image for credibility because their investors their clients their people need them to look the part yeah um so you have to drive the cars and you have to do the stuff um on on the flip side of that there is the, the the need for it. And it's one of the things that I'm very passionate about. So one of the reasons why I'm actually going through a restructure of my businesses to move things around. So I am able to spend a bit of my time dedicating more time to creating content, podcasting, um, sharing what I'm doing across mm. the board of the different businesses that I operate to show what it really takes, to show that it's hard, to show that it took a long time, to show that it still takes a long time. The fact that, you know, after so many years, you know, being an entrepreneur and having so many business, you, yesterday you slept three and a half hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not easy. Who's going to do it? You know, we're about to launch the lifestyle brand for Graftism uh, and we're going into the market from all angles. So we're doing supplements, we're doing merchandise, we're doing accessories, we're, you know, the whole whole shebang. shebang. Um, Who's going to do that? If I don't do it, who's going to do it? I'm going to, you know, it's funny because people suggest it. So you're going to bring some guy in, et cetera, et cetera. No, that's absolutely fine. I have brought people in. But ultimately, somebody, the guy who has the vision... Under the under the underlying fact is it's your project, it's your business. There's something you're going to put in that that no one else can, right? Oh. And when you're launching something in its infancy, this is what I say to everybody: it's a startup. I've seen a lot of startups fail. Startups that were um, created by successful entrepreneurs who have very successful businesses who lost the true essence of what a startup is. Tried to develop that business as if it was an existing business, just throw money at it. Bring the people, get the best, do this, do that. And it didn't yeah, work because yeah, yeah. every business is like a child. It requires that nurturing and that, mm. and that, that attention. And every child's different. So. And yeah, absolutely. So, so you've hit the nail on the head. So, um, you know, the, 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 you, you, the commitment, the, the sacrifices, the dedication, 
it will it's non-stop if you want to survive look i say to a lot of people any idiot can make money keeping money growing um that's a different ball game altogether and that's what requires grit you know you can have six months oh i go out i start something and it went well six months down the line you're like oh i don't really like working <laughs> i don't like getting up in the morning you know i can't handle dealing with people i don't like my customers you know whatever you gotta ride it out Azim, it's been a pleasure having you on the progeny podcast um i'm i'm a hundred i was gonna say i hope people have i'm i'm sure that people will will, will take on Inshallah, board some so. of the advice that you have um they can reach you obviously on your social media azim jaffari um if anyone's in, in, into 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 fitness working out then i advise them obviously also because i know a lot of our community is based around watford and sure. the, you know yeah north london so, so so inshallah they can they can come and visit you you'll sort them out i'm sure sure um there, there's there's I, I know there's a lot to speak about but we've run out of time i'm hoping that you can uh, come back again very soon i hope so um, I'm wishing you the best in everything that you do, every venture that you take. And you uh, from the bottom of my heart, you're you're a sincere guy, and inshallah, all the best for you and your family. Uh, and we look forward to seeing more of you on social media. Hopefully, you can start your podcast so we can hear more from you and from your ideas. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs>